Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I mentioned earlier on, and everybody's talking about the fact that there's a shortage of truck drivers in Ireland. And not just in Ireland, by the way, all across the UK. In the UK now, they're saying they're looking for 90,000 truck drivers. 90,000. That is why you're going to start noticing on your shelves, in your local supermarkets, for your deliveries, um, coming up to the run-up to Christmas. You've already heard some of the toy shops, and I don't want to say too much about that. I know it's after 9 o'clock and there shouldn't be kids listening, but you know what I'm talking about here? The man with the beard? All right? Say no more. They're asking everybody to make sure they order early because there's a huge problem with haulage. And it's something we take for granted. Everything. Everything we use, wear, eat, read from, talk into, tap on, wood, metal, paper, food, clothes, everything has to go onto a truck at some point because it has to be delivered to a shop, to you online, whatever it is. Everything ends up in a truck. And all these trucks need drivers. And the problem is, we've had a number of calls from people call into the show over the last week concerned about the current situation in the truck industry, not only here in Ireland but abroad. So I want to hear from any truck drivers who may be affected by the shortages or who are concerned about the UK's changing of how you get a licence now. And I'll talk about that in a second as well with Paul. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. We're in big trouble, folks. You don't realise it yet, but we are. Paul, you're an ex-trucker. Hey, no, long time no talk. How are you? Good, Paul. Nice to talk to you. Now, when you say ex-trucker, why are you an ex-trucker? Ah, well, when I say ex-trucker, I, many, many years ago, we're talking about back into the 90s, uh, into the 2000s, I would have um, learned what my father and brothers taught to get behind the wheel and learn to drive and would have took that up, but then became uh, a crane driver. We're in Dublin Park. Right. But this thing keeps popping up all over the place and even as much as TikTok. And I heard a guy talking last week about it, um, and he was an instructor. And and I kept seeing it popping up about, you know, the shortage of drivers and all this sort of thing. And the one thing that caught me, you know, because we normally follow suit, whatever goes on in the UK or elsewhere, we kind of fall right in behind it, and that happens here. Um, my family are still involved in haulage within Dublin Port, and I was talking to the brothers last week about this before I gave ourselves a ring about it, because I knew this was going to be hot. Um, in England at the moment now, to shorten the waiting time and the testing times and all, what they've just gone and done, they've wiped out a lot of stuff, and you can go from a car straight to an Arctic, no rigid, straight to an Arctic. So you don't have to do the test for a rigid and then go to an Arctic. You just go straight from a car to an Arctic, and on the road you go. And what makes it worse, Noel, is not only can you do that, part of the testing, a lot of it's been taken out, which is... I see that they've shortened, they've, they've shortened the test to... To kind of speed up the process to get people into trucks. Well, not even shorten it. I'm sure Jason, your resident caller, will come in and back this up. That and reversing is probably the biggest part of Arctic driving because that's why they've taken the reverse out. They've taken reverse out. Which, by the way, can I point out the most amount of accidents that happen of people being knocked off bikes, etc., etc., is trucks reversing. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. and and happening loading bays into factories and so on and so forth because the truck has to back on to a loading ramp. And if these people are going to take yeah, an 18-year-old. No, no, you know, I'm against young lads. I mean, I learned before I could even reach the pedals and when I could, then I started learning. But, you know, I wasn't on the road. But you learned and you learned and you learned. But now it seems that you're going to jump out of a car and straight into an Arctic and off you go. 
But when you get to a factory, you're going to go, oh, how am I going to the loading bay? Oh, jeez, I never reversed me like what am I going to do I was told it's so bad now in the UK that, you know, on the QT, the police have been told, turn a blind eye. No, 90,000 drivers is what they're short of, and we're very, we're, we're very close to ourselves. And what they've done is, if you remember when we came into COVID, you actually spoke about it on your show on the daytime. Um, my brother would be one who would listen to you all the time while he's on the road. And he couldn't, like he said to me, Niall is right, he said, they have been told not to stop us that the 45 minute break is taken out. So you could know, he could know, he could, at the time you could drive from Dublin to Sligo without having to stop. You know, you, you can drive for 45 hours, but you must take the 45 minute break. No, I don't know whether they've done it over here or not yet, but I know, I know in the UK, well, the, thing the, is, the police have been told not to be here. so strict on them. Well, they have. Kind of a, well, they have the, the problem is they have to because somebody has to deliver the stuff. It's not being delivered. Well, if you think about it, if they've 90,000 drivers shortage and they want to speed things up, that means there must be going to be testing at least 15,000 people a week. Now, I can't see that happening. Well, look, I, I know there's lots of other problems with stuff getting out of China. Uh, there's also problems, obviously, Brexit has caused a few problems as well. Because well, it means you have, to, yeah, you have to have a whole load of paperwork ready now when you're coming through the port, etc., etc. And this is putting the price of timber up. It's putting the price... Of, well, there's also a shortage of timber too, which is probably not helping. But it's putting mm. the price of everything up. And we're going to see this over the next six months in particular. The well, price of everything going up. You know, as you said, the man in the big suit is going to need a lot, a lot of help. And we don't seem to have the drivers to do this. Now, my concern is, you can argue this on both sides, Ron. If it happens here in Ireland, I mean, you know, when they stopped and they said, look, don't worry about the 45-minute break, go ahead, you can drive on. There wasn't enough taken serious accidents because of that. And, you know, I, when that came in, I didn't really agree with it in the first place, you know, because it just long the day of a driver. You can imagine Jason trying to get from, you know, back to Dublin from Cork, and he's to pull in, and he's only 10 minutes away from his yard. And he has to pull in 45 now, minutes, yeah. And, then, and, you know, he could really walk up to the yard. And I'm sure it, you know, must frustrate him at the best of times. It's not the easiest job in the world. And you're right, which is at the start. Truck drivers do not get the respect that they duly deserve. And I'm not just saying this because I drove many, many years ago. People don't realise... It's not a, no, I know, and I do respect it. It's not an easy job. And I've often thought about it when I'm heading up to Belfast and I see all the trucks going up and down the M1. And, you know, it's a lonely job. It's a thankless oh. job. It's a hard job because, you know, you got to get all that stuff... You know, in and out. In a lot of cases, they will pack their own trucks too, um, and pack yep. their own containers. So, I mean, sometimes it's just a case of picking up a container and dropping it off. But sometimes they're packing their own trucks. If it's rigids, they're packing their own as well. I mean, don't forget that you know you've got to go into the port. You know, your safety in there. Ruth will tell you she's got family that works there. The, the safety in Dublin Port is another topic, by the way, some other day. Because since I've left True Illnesses, um, the amount of people that have been crushed, squashed, and killed mm-hmm. is unbelievable here. Yeah. But, I mean, for the likes of Jason to go in to get a 40 container and he's got to go in, he's got to do all the paperwork. I had an, I had an acquaintance only killed there about three years ago. He was very oh. well known from Swords and he was killed on the docks there as well. Yeah, I think yeah. I know you're talking about. Well, anyways, but Jason will tell you, you've got to go in, you've got to get loaded, your nerves are actually the best of time, a crane puts her on and out you go. And your time doesn't start when you hit the motorway. It started when you're in there from the time you turn the key. And from the time you turn the key when you go in the morning. But having said all that, if this comes in here now, you know, again, no disrespect to a young lad that wants to, you know, do better for himself. So, yeah, yeah, what's, what's the answer, Paul? Where people, I mean, we're looking at these kids coming out of, into co- out of college, 70,000 of them, whatever it is, come out of college there last week or they're going to college. Mm-hmm. You know, with respect, hardly anyone wants to be truck drivers. So That's, it's like carpenters and electricians and all those other things that we're going to have a huge shortage of, plasters, brickies, 
all these other manual jobs, essentially, that we're going to have a shortage of in about 10 years' time. Where are we going to get the people to drive trucks? You know, and it's like what England are talking about. You know, they're the ones that come out of Brexit. Now they're talking about relaxing their importing, you know, non-nationals into the country just to get drivers and to relax, you know, their green cars, all this kind of stuff. Where we're going to get them, I just don't know. It's not the thing. People wanted to be the Yorkie man years ago. People wanted to be behind the big rig. People... People don't Yeah, want it was cool, wasn't it? Convoy. Oh, listen, it, it was, was cool at one stage, yeah. Well, I was going on at 16 years of age and 17 years of age at truck show. The air home was never on my hand. I'd blow it for anything, you know. It was just always yeah. oh, cool. And the know? CB and, in the other hand. <laughs> and, and, and the women loving you, you know. All that kind of stuff. But it's gone now, Noel. It's just not what it used and to be. And what's the money like, Paul? Uh, Jason would have to answer that. Um, nowadays... No, I don't know if they're probably even knocking about 700 out or probably 800. Well, I'm probably wrong. I haven't Which, done well, I suppose it depends on where you're driving to, doesn't it? It depends on what you're doing and what you're, who you're driving for as well. I mean, back in the day, I've seen fellas leaving one company to go to another company just because he was getting a better truck. It didn't matter about the wages. They didn't care. They just wanted a bigger rig a better. People just want to live in now, Noel. And to make a living at truck driving now, I don't know how these people even own these trucks. I mean, they're, they're a mortgage on wheels. So stay, stay there for a second, Paul, if you can. Tim, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tim? You're a driver. That's right. That's right, Niall, yeah. And it's a big problem, a huge problem at the moment, particularly in the UK, but it's becoming a problem here now as well. A huge shortage of drivers. People just don't want to be drivers, and people are leaving the industry as well. Why are they leaving, Tim? Um, well, well, guys that are leaving, that is a problem, Niall. But what's an even bigger problem is there's no one coming in. So as guys are leaving, there's no replacements coming in. Yeah, because they'll naturally retire or die, sadly, um, and nobody's replacing them. Um, I was looking it up, and I think one of the last surveys that was done, uh, 2017, it's saying that the average age of a HGV driver in Ireland is 48 years of age. Now... Whether that information is correct or wrong, um, it's definitely a lot higher today. I mean, if you go into the port in Dublin or any of the ports down in Cork and you look, it's a lot closer to 69 than 48, I can tell you. Mm -hmm, Probably. The the amount of drivers that are driving now and they're they're beyond pinching age because an awful lot of hauliers are having to name drivers and their policies because most of us that have policies is 25 to 70. So the minute the driver hits 71, you have to name him on the policy. And there's more and more of that happening. But, Niall, one of the biggest... For, I'm just looking here. 47% of drivers are over 50. Only yeah. 1% are under 25. That's shocking. Yeah, well, Niall... That, that's a real sign, isn't it? I started driving trucks when I was 18 years of age, and it's all I ever wanted to do. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my early 40s now, and, and I'm actually a young driver in today's HGV. Like, I'm, I'm actually a young driver today in early 40s. Like, there's no guys in their 20s coming on, very little, but Niall... Yeah, sorry, ju- just to correct you, you said earlier on there, I'm looking at an article here from the Irish Examiner, and it says the average age of a truck driver now is 57 years of age. 
Irish thinking closer to the 60 mile, yeah. There you go. And uh, less women as well, by the way. No, there used to be a lot of women at one time. There's less, I don't even think there's, there's women, women taking her up at all. I don't think there's women taking her up at all. Yeah. No, um, so what's the, what's the answer, Tim? Uh, Niles, the, uh, it used to be four. Now it's what? Solace, I think, isn't it? That's Solace, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Solace, right. You see, there's a guy there that's unemployed, and the next thing they say, right, do you want to go and uh, we'll put you here for a HGV license? Oh, yeah, I will, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. Now, Niall, not all these guys, but a lot of them, they kind of go down to do the HGV license because it's kind of, we're getting me out of the house and we go down, we'll have an old bit of crack. It'd be great to drive one of these trucks. They go in and, if, and, and at the taxpayer's expense, they go through the HGV and the next thing, they're never going to drive a truck nine. It's a waste of taxpayers' money for 70 to 80% of these guys that get that, right? Mm-hmm. I think more of us have uh, sons, nephews, whatever coming on that want to go at the job. And there's no grant there for them, Niall. There's nothing there for them. Like, I'd be thinking, Niall, off the top of my head, for a young guy today that leaves school to get to get his car license and to move on and do the truck, the truck license. Like when I did the truck license style, what you did was you applied for the provisional. You got your provisional rigid. You did the rigid test. Then when you got that, you could go back and get a provisional for the Arctic. You did the Arctic test. Once you got past the Arctic test, that was it. You are the full Arctic license. Today, there's a case study to be done, all this extra stuff. I'd be thinking any young guy today, from once he starts his first theory test for the car, until he's a HGV license and CTCs, I don't think, Niall, I'd say, I'd say you're looking between three to 4,000. So most of you are just saying most just couldn't be bothered? Well, come here, Niall. They can leave, they can come out of school, right? They can go down the road into a building site and probably come home at six, seven, eight hundred a week. Now, they go away and they have to do... A license that's going to cost them three or four grand. It's going to take them maybe 12 months or 18 months, I suppose, roughly. And then they get the same money or less. Uh, Timmy, my, my, problem, my problem, Timmy, with this is that what's going to happen is that's not going to happen anymore. Like, me and you have to do that. And as for the CPC thing every year, it's just a money gadget racketing. But here's the thing, what my concern is, Timmy, is, and again, no disrespect to a young lad, that they're going to make this easy, that they're going to say to the young lads, you know what, you go, don't worry about the rigid, go straight for your Arctic, and now we're going to have roads, even though we have a shortage, we're going to have a road full, I mean, and you're going to be dealing with them as well, full of young lads who's never driven anything bigger than the car they've just got out of, and straight into Arctics, they won't even have to learn how to reverse, they won't have to learn how to hitch up to a trailer or unhitch, they'll just be said, there you go, on you go, that load is for Cork, on you go, and the Irish roads are now going to be full, with young lads that have no experience whatsoever. And you know yourself, Timmy, when you go to the car and you went to the rigid, you've done your test and you've done your lessons that rigid. That rigid carried 26 tonnes. There was never 26 tonnes on the back of that when you were doing that lesson or test. Or you would agree with me, I'm sure. And you, don't get, you, and you don't get the feel, Timmy, for the way she'll lean into a corner, the way she'll brake, this braking distance to stop them. And yes, I have a funny feeling this Irish government is going to do the exact same thing. They're going to relax. I'm sure you'll be glad of that 45 minute break. They're going to relax where a young lad can come out with a car license and straight up and do a test. 
just we won't even need a trailer. Well, he won't even need to go to a rigid. He won't, he, won't, that's what he won't do it, Richard. He won't even need a trailer on, though. Well, I mean, t- Timmy, what do you think of what they're doing in the UK by fast-tracking the licences? Um, they're short of 90,000 drivers. They need 90,000 drivers. It's a ridiculous amount of drivers. That's yeah, how bad 15, things are. 15,000. Yeah, the, the, the last time I was listening to... I, I saw something on social media. It was at 60,000. It's now gone to 90,000. Now... Here's the problem, lads. This is after escalating into a more serious problem in the UK. The same thing is beginning to happen here. But the government, the police in the UK, and VOSA, who's now, what VOSA called now, the DVLA, I think. Now the DVLA, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have a lot to answer for. Because they harass drivers. You, you, like... I am doing UK work. You're driving up the road. The sign is there. The control is open. In you pull. You pull in. And when they see IRL on the number plate of the truck, straight away, they want to get money off you before you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And by the way, Tim, since Brexit, since last January, has it made a big difference coming back? Are you going back and forward to the UK much? Nine. The last, in the last two years, we have done little or none of it. Thank God. I'm just looking we haven't been there. <coughs> um, but Niall, you look at Vosa, when the DVLA, when they were Vosa, right? They pulled in people, they harassed them, like they go back maybe three weeks ago and uh, the next thing, go back to your tachograph, three weeks maybe, and see, oh, you did nine hours and 20 minutes driving that day. You weren't allowed to do a 10-hour car that day. You're t- you were 20 minutes over there. There's a fine. They fine you. You can't move. But well, Timmy, that, Timmy, that all come in. And no disrespect again. You know, back in the day when we were on a downfall and our country was being flooded with Polish people, the po- Polish lads that were coming in were coming in on the army licence, which were only rigid licence, and they transferred them into Arctic licence here. And I saw it from my own two eyes. They couldn't back up themselves walking. Never mind the truck. And the insurance for haulers went through the roof because not only were they, they were driving around the clock, the tachograph back in the thing was when it was a card, it was as black as the ace of spades. They were, they were, they were actually living in the trucks. They didn't bother getting apartments or flaps. They actually lived in the truck. They slept where they pulled in for the last night. And they brought a lot of this on. And that's why the DDA and all the, you know, on the cross the water, you had to pull the stops out and really check that drivers okay. were... Okay, okay. Well, 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 hang on a second, both of you a second. Uh, loads of text when they come in. Somebody says, uh, I find a lot of vacancies for HTV drivers, but experience is always required to apply. But how can anyone get experience if they can't get a start? Well, Tim mentioned that there should be grants available to get you a start. Let me just go to Jay, uh, one of our regular callers, who is a trucker mm-hmm. as well. Jay, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Jay? Nice to talk to you again. Jay, now, Jay, where, where are you trucking? Oh, I just do do, do oil now. I don't bother going across the water anymore either. Right, okay. And and in your experience, are we going to end up in the same situation or are we heading in the oh, same that's... situation as the UK? Yeah, yeah. If you want anything for this Christmas, get it now. And you, it's going to be that bad, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not just a, the driver shortage. There's a warehouse shortage as well. There's nobody in the warehouses. There's drivers tied up at RDCs now for three or four hours trying to get offloaded. 
Right, okay, so there's nobody there in the, in the warehouses no. to get the loads on the, onto the trucks in the first place. Yeah, and that's and then when you do get them and we collect them off the ship, then you're... And what, it, what is it? Is it, Jay, nobody wants to do manual work anymore, is that it? No, no, they don't. Everyone's, they everyone wants to sit behind a computer nowadays. Yep, and since Brexit came in, it's really shown England for what it really is, because Ferdinand's done everything over there for them. Unfortunately, the Ferdinand population done everything over there, and they're all gone. And but Jay, most... Jay and Oz, you know yourself, you're on the road a lot and I hear you on Noel, you know, and I really appreciate the job you do. But Noel, or Jay, back in my day, everything was handball. Noel, to you remember, and I, that meant we packed around the pallets. Dead. Yeah, I know, but I'm now you're just back around. Yeah, and you probably, I'm probably, you know what, Jay, you probably remember me from the Dublin port, I was a kind of there. But yeah. the thing was, Jay, when I started off, you were handballing everything onto a pallet yeah. and then pushing it out with a pallet truck. Pulling the pallet most, up, yeah. Most times now you're just backing onto a ramp and a fork that will drive onto That's all they I do, we're not allowed in the back. Oh yeah, you said, well, so, hold on, just to clarify, Jay, what yeah. you just said, you're not allowed in the back, is it? Well, we don't, we don't have nothing to do with us anymore now, and that's all because of claims, and like that other gentleman said, a certain race of people came in here, seeing how laxed we were, and everyone that went out with their back. So, now it's not worth it now, we back on today is now, there's only two, there's actually only two companies we still have to do, it's Littles and Aldi's, it's the only place, and we have electric pallet trucks, and we walk onto the truck, and we walk off the truck, anything falls, anything drops, we're not budget. You're not speaking up? No, just leave it. Why? In case we do our back in. In, the in case you hurt your back. Oh, dog claims. Seriously, the best way is somebody, if you go up to a place, these lads will know what I'm talking about. If you take a container to a place, right, and it's a handball job off, right? Ha- okay, so you need to explain the language here. A handball job on off. What's that mean? Take it off. That means you have to take it off. So you, you have to, to you have to go up your, your ramp and use a pallet lifter. Oh, whatever. You yeah. just look at the man and say, where's the farm? Uh, what farm? Uh, the insurance farm to say if anything happens <laughs> to me and that, uh, you're going to pay my wages because my boss say, oh no, just get into your truck, I'll off that load on myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's gone. And it's, come here, the way we're treated, I pulled into a place and I see a proper truck stop in Dublin Park at one minute past five to be told no dinners after five o'clock, we can make you a row. That's meant to be an official truck stop. Right, okay. You know, you're not allowed in places to use the bathrooms anymore. They put port to lose out in the middle of car parks for us. Right, okay. So, the, so the, in other yeah, words, no. you're, you're being treated like shit, so why would ah, you want to... Yeah. yeah, why would you want to... I'm away from my family, you know yourself. I'm away from my family four or five nights a week. You weren't away long enough, you've eight kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing as well, Jay, I mean, I don't want to know what you get paid, but I mean... I'm okay. I, I do all right for what I do. Okay. Right, uh, you know that way, and I can make extra. I do all right. It could be better, and there's So, can somebody tell me, without being... I don't want to ask anybody personally, Timmy, Jay, or Paul, whatever. I don't want to ask you personally what you earn, right? But, I mean, what's the average for a trucker that will work five days a week, you know, in Ireland, up and down the country? How much would you earn? If you're coming home at less than seven and a half, your boss is paying you bad. (laughs) Okay, so about 750. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a bad-paying job. Now, mind you, it's a tough job. It's a lonely job. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Hey, without you, Noel, now I tell you, it'd be a hell of a lot longer your Well, I keep you company, yeah, I'll yeah, keep yeah, you company. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, the, the, the truckers and the taxi drivers keep me in business too, you know what I mean? So, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? Okay, so, what, so what's the answer, Jay? We've heard from Tim already, we, and he comes up with a good point. The government need to give grants, you know, to train guys up and let them get their licence, etc., etc. They are get- giving grants, Neil, or Noel. They are giving grants. Oh, yeah, you can do it with uh, not fast. What's the who's not solace? Fast? What's the, solace. solace. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you heard what Tim said. Half yeah. the people that Solace are sending down, or more than half, are not even bothering going on to oh, do it. No, they don't. They just do it so they don't get kicked off the labour. That, well, that's pointless. No, yeah. let's just say I'm working or I'm out of college and I want to be like you and Tim and Paul and I want to drive a truck. I want to go cross-continental. I want to do the whole lot. I want to be cool, right, boy. I, I love it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I want to do all that. So 
But as Tim says, it can cost three or four grand just to get up there. So so why aren't the government saying, well, here's the money, we'll pay for it? It's back to your idea, which is a great one, and you've been saying it for the last few weeks. If you, we pay you to be a truck driver, yeah. we'll give you the license, we'll give you the wages, but if you give up that job, yeah. we want you to pay it back, baby. Yeah, now, absolutely. That's the best way forward, Niall. Yeah, so if these wasters that go from Solace down to you know get their license, if they don't use the license and become they truckers, they yeah, should have to pay for it. Yeah, take it out of doll. Yeah, you'd agree with that, Tim, wouldn't you? Or take it out of their social welfare, yeah. But Niall, yeah. There's, there's another problem as well, Niall, right? There's an awful lot of truck drivers, right? Yeah. And their boss will turn around to them and say, uh, how are you fixed there? Can you do a stutter there? And you can't blame the drivers. They'll say, no, look, I'm not going to do a stutter there because they'll get the same pay for stutter there as they'll get from Monday to Friday. But then they go into the higher tax bracket and they come out short maybe 40 or 45 euros less for stutter than in the week there. Oh, yeah. And you know what, by sorry for interrupting you, but it's in our interest to keep this business alive because, of course, this business, being a haulage trucker, you know, you are bringing goods to shops which are being paid for. There's VAT on all those goods. The government are making island, money from it. Yeah, we live on an island now. Everything has to go by road. We don't everything, have everything. Everything. And that, that's what I said at the start of the show. Everything I can see in front of me, including the clothes on my back, yeah. including the food I had earlier on, everything that we see, look at, all has to be on a truck at some point. Seven days without trucks now, we're back in the Stone Age. Absolutely. Yep. But I don't think people realise the importance of it. Yeah. And then on top of that, then, you have the government now in the next budget announcing an increase in diesel. diesel. That's yeah. not going to help the haulage companies. No. No. And people want cheap stuff. I mean, I've often looked, by the way, lads, and I was on the M1 yesterday, and I saw a truck passing by, and it looked like bags of coal on the back of it, right? And I'd say, I don't know, many bags of coal. There's 100 bags of coal maybe on the back of it. And I'm saying... Is it actually worth it when you see large items that are cheap? Jonathan Cole is cheap, right? When it, you know, reasonably cheap anyway. And you see large items that are cheap. Is it actually worth bringing stuff from, I don't know, Belfast or Dublin or whatever it happens to be? Is it worth it? There probably isn't sometimes. I would be each one that pallets be worth over it. Oh, probably two, 100 quid. Mm. You know, there'd be 20, well, 26 pallets on it. You just over 20, 26 tons. Yeah, that'd be worth it. Stay, well, stay there both of you for a second. Let me go to uh, Sean as well. I'll just switch one here. Sean, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Sean? All right, now. How you doing? Okay, now, you believe money is the issue. Money is part is only part of the issue. That's all. 
um, that guy that's on there about farmers getting grants, that's a load of rubbish. You go into a, into a, into, go into the meat factories for, uh, as a prime example, right? And in the morning, if they have lambs to go to Paris, they'll go around five or six hauliers and they'll get a price off you, price off me, price off A, B and C. Whoever comes in with the cheapest price, that's the man that gets the load in the story, right? Yep. Now, you have major uh, pharmaceutical factories and distributions in these countries. And I know for a fact, I was at the continent for 30 years and I know exactly how it works. I've done customs. So what's going on with Brexit at the moment doesn't bother me. It's only a fact. It's not going to last anyway because they're going to go broke, plain and simple. Because they can't get product in, they can't get product out because it's costing too much money. But I'll go back to the pharmaceutical companies. They have logistic companies and they'll have seven or eight or ten different hauliers within the Dublin area. Never mind, don't have just within the Dublin area. And they will price them for a load to Holland, Paris, Italy, Spain. And whoever comes back with the cheapest price... Gets the job. Gets the job. Now, here's how it works. Guy driving on the continent, that'd be for Michael Dixon, for DG McCargo, for uh, McCargo Skeet, for Hannans, for any of those. Right, boys, you're loaded now, header for Hollyhead. Calling to Hollyhead, the phone will ring. What way is your car there? I'm due a 24-hour break tomorrow. Park on your truck stop there and ship that trailer and we'll ship you another one tomorrow. The reason why? Because a haulier, if he's on block bookings and he's shipping trailers every day, he guarantees Irish Ferry, Stena, P&O, so many trailers every day. He will ship those trailers for 60 euros a piece. He'll pay a man a day's wages to lie in, to lie in, in the truck stop in Hollyhead. You pay him a hundred quid, a reduced rate, it's not in it, can't be mm-hmm. doing it. That's how it works. Now, the boys talk about up and down, you made a statement there about fella drawing a load of coal out of Belfast to Dublin. To get a load of coal loaded in Belfast and delivered in Dublin, that guy is probably getting, that owns the lorry, is probably getting about 250 euros for that run. That's what that run is worth, because it's so badly cut. You talk about the price of diesel, there'll be a crying match after the budget goes up to get a, a surcharge put on the fuel. And the very minute the surcharge is on, the factories, all these, will want to cut. That's where all this comes to play. A haulier is, is, is the biggest end of the problem. They went in and they cut the rates. They cut the rates on drawn beef. They destroyed it. They cut the rates on drawn computers because somebody went in with a big, mar- a large, long, large amount of lorries, 130, 140 trucks, we'll do that for X. I know of one particular... So, so you, what you're saying is they're all undercutting each other and yes. it's a race to the bottom. Yes, exactly. They all have big mad amount of trucks. Yeah, but, it, but that still doesn't answer the question that a man still has to get a wage or a woman, be the case maybe, has to get a wage. And I, but, hang, but hang on, so if there's not enough people to drive these trucks, which seems to be the case in the UK at the moment, there's nobody to drive them. Same here. Has been for the last number of years. It's only coming to light. But, but you heard him saying that, I mean, and I'm looking at here, by the way, the average age of a truck driver in Ireland is increasing every single year because nobody's going into the business. Come here to tell you. For general haulage. Yes, it'll be all dead soon. The general haulage for the ADR, and the ADR is a very, very expensive item to get, which allows you to draw fuel, aviation fuel, 
Uh, all hazardous products, whether it's hairspray, whatever it is, right? Mm. The average age of one of them is 60. I have one. I have the ADR. For me to get the ADR, a refresher course, and I have to pay for it, that's 800 euros. Now, you've talked about the government and an incentive. Yeah, like a grant. Why not? The, gov- the, department, the department of Transport is absolutely of no addition whatsoever. Yeah. We have to do CPCs where it costs 60 Raise euros. Raise the time. And we have to pay for that. Yeah, sorry, Jay, what are you trying to say? They're a waste of time. They make us do one every year instead of making us do... Okay, explain, explain to average idiots like me. A CPC is what? It's done over five modules and it's for a professional driver, buses, taxis, any public service vehicles or trucks. Right, okay. like that. And we go in and it's done over five modules. And it's, 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 How long does it take office. to do a CPC? It's an eight hour. They have you in there bleeding all day. And hey, by the way, what a lot of truck drivers do not know, and I found this out personally off the fellow who runs the courses, it's meant to be a day's work and it does come off our driver's hours and our working hours. Uh, yeah, you just have to look into that. And how much does it cost, by the way? It's 50 quid to sit down for the day and it's every bloody year, every September we have to do it. Well, but yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't know, I don't know that's such a bad thing, is it? it, it no, we all know it's a money-making scam. Come on, we're all professional drivers. Once every five years going in, it'd be good enough to, you know, refresh on the five, the five modules. You do it in England. Yeah, well, I suppose you're right. The law doesn't change that bloody much. Well, know, we'll, say, we'll stay there for a second. Hang on, I just want to bring a female voice into this as well. Uh, Siobhan, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. 23 and you've an Arctic licence. Yeah, um, I do, Niall. Um, now, I'm primarily based in the office. I don't, I don't go out on the road much. But it's an was that a choice or was, why, did, why no, did you? No, that's, that's by choice. I started there when I was 20. I went into the office, just had an interest in the industry. Okay. So I suppose I've seen things progress progress. Broke Briggs and then COVID. Okay. No, and from a young person looking into it. Um, so what? So what's the big? Pro- what's the problem at the moment? Why? Why are we in this situation where people will have to order Christmas presents in September, and you know, am I going to have shortage of food on shelves? Why is this happening? Well, I just think it's not an attractive industry to come into. Like we are based down in Southwest Ireland, so we are. So if you're going up to Dublin, fine, you've loads of services to go into. You're on a fine motorway, you've no hassle. But go to the Midlands, go to the West, go to the South, go basically anywhere else. There's nowhere. Like, the road there from Limerick up to Tullamore, the road is barely wide enough for two trucks to pass. It's a national road. If you, you know where to, par- to pull in, if you need to pull in. Your attack goes your four and a half hours, and you mm-hmm. make a 45 minute break. If, just say, you're coming up that road, you need your 45 minute break, there's nowhere to park. So eventually you get somewhere parked, go up the road in another bit, you meet the RSA. Straight away, you're over in your hours. Oh, grand job for us. Mark it down a red mark for the hauler, red mark for the driver. That then, they could pro- progress into the hauler's office. Then they'll go through all the records, find anything that they can pin on the hauler, really. Yeah. And then try to take us, try to take the hauler into court, up the steps, and find a couple of grand for small bits. That sometimes, like, you so can't you're to just like, there's, there's nitpicking going on by the RSA. Nitpicking. Continuously. Every industry in the world, where you make a mistake, you're fined. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Mistake, you don't get fined 300 euros. If I make a mistake, I, I was fined out in England. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that, as a man said, I was at the club. Like, that's, that's a half a week's wages. Well, well, there you go, you were over. I think it was 15 minutes over, I was looking for parking. 15 minutes over and half your wages are gone, yeah. Yeah, 300 euros. You wouldn't, no, no other job would charge you. Okay, and what about young people like yourself, Siobhan, coming into the industry, 23 years of age, you know, and Tim mentioned, you know, it costs too much money, people just aren't interested, and those that are being sent by Solus don't even want it, they just want the licence. 
Just to say yeah. they have it. Yeah, no, it is. Like, I do, I do my lessons there on weekends and stuff. And they're 150 euro for a driving lesson. You verse, you your 70 or two year tier test. You get your learner permit. Then you pay for that. Then go ahead, do however many lessons you need to do. Then do your test that, and hire a truck for a day. To do the test and hire a truck for a day is nearly 400 euro. Then you pass it. You, do your C, you have to do your CPC walk around, which is another 30 euro. Or another, yeah, I think 30 euro. And you have a CPC tier test to do to get your CPC That's card. 50 quid. No, 50 quid, yeah. Then you go into the license office then. Cause you have like, it does paper. all sound like a money-making racket if you ask me, but go on. Yeah, you have your piece of paper then, so you go into the license office, you have to exchange in for your license, that's not 30 euro, and then repeat again for your Arctic. Yeah. Like, it is it is a lot of money. Like, I was lucky, I just, I only reconcentrated when COVID came in, because I wasn't going anywhere, so I wasn't spending the money. So I was able to afford it. But if it was under normal circumstances, I would not be able to afford it. And, 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 and by the way, the big part, one of the lads mentioned earlier on as well, at one stage there was more women going into it, but now there's less women going into it. Yeah, there is. But like, even sorry, who's, sorry, was Tim, was it you said that? No, me, it's Jason. Jay. There's no facilities for the ladies out there. For us. Yeah. Oh, there's no facilities for the ladies? No. Yes, there's not. That's no proper saying. facilities. There's no hurt stop. Like... Oh, well, it's essentially peeing in a bottle, I, I suppose. Yeah, I know the idea, but least the boys can stand out inside the road and lean against the truck and yeah. do their business. Whereas I don't have much hope doing that inside the road. No. You know, someone seeing me like... Right, you know, so... things like that. So two litre bottles are kept in the cab, is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, and a, fun, and a funnel. And a <laughs> funnel. I mean, sure bus drivers have the same problem as well, by the way, because they're not allowed into pubs anymore. They shouldn't. They can't really stop a full load of people and run into a pub. But in saying that, Siobhan, I mean, you've kind of identified other problems in the industry too. So why, you know, what's going on? Where do you see the business, Siobhan? As somebody young who sit in the office every day, where do you see the business in, say, 10 years' time? The way things are going at the moment. In, like, in our, in our business itself, in the business yeah. where I'm working with? Yeah. Well, we are, kind, we are kind of in a bad place because we are a small transport company. We have about 15 trucks. So compared to the likes of Dixon's and DSV and McArdle's and them, we have no hope. Like, it's mainly the continent we do. We don't do much domestic work here at home. Who is who is the biggest haulage company in this country, by the way? Nolan's. C.G. McArdle at the minute. C.G. McArdle, Nolan's. Nolan's. Okay. Nolan's yeah, they're all... Okay, let's not argue over that. One or the other. Yeah, they're massive. And how many, how many trucks would they have? Oh, 150. Right, okay. And how much does a truck cost, by the way, in Arctic? Depends it depends on, on what the spec. Depends on your spec. Depends on your spec. Well, I, I'm thick. The only ones I, the only name I know is Scania. Hi, no. You wouldn't get much. You wouldn't get much change out of one twenty, one thirty. Spend on the lights and the bull bars. One hundred and twenty thousand. And that's without yeah, the trailer. And, that, and, that, and that's without the trailer. And how long? And how long? Roughly, um, sorry. Um, how long would roughly would it last, Sean? Uh, if you're working it, if you're working it, if you're allowed to work it, and the average mileage would be about two hundred thousand kilometers a year. After five years, she's had her she's brown bread. Time to get rid of her because she'd be costing too much money. Plus, she's written off then on tax as well. You can't it'll hit rock bottom on the the balance sheet, and that's it. You won't be allowed any more for it. Then you have to. So you have five years to make your money back and a profit. Yeah, yeah you don't make in most cases. You don't make a profit. A lot of them are not in it for profit because there's no profit in it. A lot of them is in it for volume, and that's where they make their money out of it. Nice, okay. Whew. And you see, they're cutting the rates. They can't afford to pay the drivers, so they can't put the money up. Average wages for a driver, 
See, driver's wages has worked in a very bad way. Uh, the average wage for a driver is about 400 quid a week on paper. Then it's expenses after that, which is night out money, grub money, so on and so forth, right? So if you go to get a mortgage, you can't get a mortgage because the first thing the bank looks at, well, what's your earnings for the year? Well, it's 400 quid a week. Yeah, they're, looking, they're looking for stability in the earnings, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's where a lot of that comes. Plus, you have, we'll say, for boys that go out on, on, on uh, that's going across the water, uh, any young lad that's 27, 28, 30 that's mad into the, the, the mad in, tang truck, and if they want to call it that, he's gone away for three weeks or a month at a time. So there's no hope of him ever being involved in a relationship. If he is involved in a relationship, it won't last too long because the guy that you're working for, he has to get three weeks or a month out of that truck out, and he's shipping trailers to you the whole time. So if you're coming out of Italy, you have a guy ringing you on Friday, yeah, have a trailer out to you there Sunday in Hollyhead. You're turning. That's it, end of story. You don't want to do it there. Say, that's fine, bring it home, we'll get someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was always the attitude. But the attitude has now has changed, and it's not before. But I mean, is, is it a case that I suppose maybe we're a bit premature, and I, Siobhan, I suppose, being the younger one, I'll talk to you about this, that possibly in 10 or 15 years' time, we won't need drivers. Why did you say that? I, no, I can't see that happen. No. I can't, like, I mean... I know well, well, we've got cars already there. that drive themselves. Like, I know the government there, they're trying to bring in electric trucks and everything, but, like, I can't see that working myself. But, I mean, would, like, would we have thought 15 years ago that we would have had a Tesla that can literally drive from here to Belfast on its own? Yeah, but to have that... Oh, I know, now, lads, before you all jump down my throat, I know it's not trustworthy yet, but these things happen very quickly. No, I yeah. You do throw something that heavy behind you with no drive. At the moment, not. Absolutely tons. not. Tons. You want to trust the computer? So what did you say, Tim? It's already been done. It has already been done. In the UK, that's what the built smart motorways for. That was exactly what it was for. But when that, guy got killed, killed that, that, yeah, when, that guy, when that guy got killed, that ended that. Yeah, there was, a, there was an accident with one of these... Um, that ended that. Yeah. That was the idea of the smart motorways in the UK. Yeah, but, but again, business. but again, what I say to you is, you know, I mean, that's not for us. It's for people like Siobhan, the young ones coming up now. They're the ones going to have to deal with this. I mean, do you do you see that ha- happening at all, Siobhan? Um, in the next I 15 years? I, I don't know. I don't think it will. Like, if that's happened here in Ireland, there has to be awful renovations on our roads. Because imagine now the country roads going to farms or yeah, yeah. even going on somewhere else. And meeting a tractor like, halfway down, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to reverse back up the road by itself. I, I don't, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think Irish roads are perfect for it because the roads have to be specifically made for these type of vehicles, right? Yeah, like maybe in Germany and France and outside in continent or even England, there's some hope of it because the roads are somewhere. And what, about, what did you say about yeah. electric vehicles? Are they bringing in electric vehicles? Um, they're talking, the government are trying to bring it in that... There's no more diesel trucks. I can't remember the year enough off my head. I think it's 2040. 20, 20, 20, yeah, 2030 for the second hour. So, uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, but are they in existence? Can you buy an electric Arctic? Um, I don't. I think Rinald have, have a rigid, um, I think it's 24 ton rigid they brought out. And I'm open to contradiction on that. But it's approximately nearly 150,000 euro to buy it for right. a rigid. Like, that's an awful lot of money for a hauler to. Yeah I'm, looking, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the rigids here, the Reynolds, uh, they're called, we'll see now if I can close this here. Oh, 
I can't get rid of the cookie stuff. On electric bus in the country. No, what? I know they have the, car- the carbon gas. They have, they do really a, it's called a Master ZE, a DZE, and a D-Wide. Uh, and they're all electric. Yeah, but Amazon have been using those for a while, the rigids, haven't they? The electric rigids. Um, I'm not sure, not to be honest with you. I know that the carbon gas and stuff in, in here... Um, Virginia, I think, are running a few of their, those trucks and stuff on it. But still, there's only about three stations in Ireland where they can refuse. Mm-hmm. So, but I wouldn't like to be driving an electric vehicle. Really yeah, no, well, 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 not at the moment, no. I certainly wouldn't like to be driving an electric vehicle at the moment and relying on it because you'd be stopping all day to charge the Jays' thing up. But yeah. <laughs> Listen, Siobhan, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. Thank you, Jay. Uh, thank you very much, Tim and Paul, who started off the topic, and also Sean as well, there for shining a light on why there might be a big problem this year. So the warning is, by the way, many of the shops, particularly the toy stores, you know why I'm saying that, are saying if you want stuff for Christmas, inverted commas, you you know what I'm talking about, parents, order it now. Don't wait till Christmas. Don't wait till Christmas because you are going to be let down. They're predicting a lot of the shelves will be empty by Christmas because there's a huge problem with haulage. Huge problem. It's bigger than you think. Most builders will tell you the cost of materials has gone through the ceiling. Not just because there's a shortage of things like wood, which there is, but because of the haulage and the cost of haulage and trying to get stuff into the country has put the price up. Timber has gone up nearly 300% in price. The price of a container coming in from China, for example, a container has gone up by 800% in the last five years. 800% the cost of bringing a container of goods from China into Ireland. So the cost of everything is going to start going up. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.